So it's yeah. So it um, it doesn't give you that high, but you do feel it. Yeah. So it's a nice intro. Yeah, you can go gradually. So like if like you, the two of you share a bowl and it's not enough, you can like have another bowl. Like it's easy to. Yeah. Wait, so wait in. Slow, slow it's it's, it's, it's in waiting. the makeup world. We would call it has good buildup. Yeah, this <laughs> was the nice. It's this was the nice gentle fade in. Let's yeah, go straight to the weed talk. Let's talk about some weed. Everybody yeah, want to talk yeah, about weed? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Weed cast. Yeah, weed two weeks past the legal date in Canada. Well, so, we officially celebrated here in this exact same bar. By the, the way, night. you guys, I am sorry. I understand that you all had a really fucked up night <laughs> after that yeah. concentrated so, yeah. THC oh I gave you. So this yeah. is Vinyl Countdown 2018, our new our new run of the show that's basically uh, Keith, Joel, Rayanne, and Pam, and we have special <laughs> guest Craig today. <laughs> Hi, welcome, Craig. Listen, I will never be a special guest. On the show. I have the highest appearance count next to Keith. I mean, I can't argue with that. But I do kind of like that our, our new our new show. This does seem to be the the the, the core Regular group. Curve. Yeah. But Joel's turned into a dirty pothead. I know, man. <laughs> Big time. Like, I smoked a lot of pot in my 20s, but like, Joel knows things that I never dreamed existed. It's, you know what? <laughs> it's because I got really nerdy about about weed, basically. So. Or is it just that life has crushed you down so hard that you're like, I need defense against this. What am I supposed to do? A little from column A, a little from column B. That's kind of what I've, I mean, I guess I've just kind of learned weed never works for me that well. You guys remember when we would have those parties, like we'd go to Kaboom's house and hang out and I would smoke and then just the lights just went out. Yep. And for 40 minutes, I just sat there like an idiot. And then you guys would all talk around me. And then all of a sudden, the light switch would come back on. And it's like, oh, shit, okay, hey, I'm back. Like, that's... There's a problem with us, though, because you've been telling me for years, like, yeah, I reacted bad, this isn't working for me. Yet every time we hang out, especially when it's not the whole group, like, it's a smaller thing, I'm like, and it's just me. You're like, yeah, okay, I'll smoke some. Like, yeah. you'll still do it even though you know it's going to make you feel bad. Well, that's where I think I finally, I finally fell off the cliff, our last recording session, where it's, it's like... Wagon. You're in, yeah. you're in. I took the wagon, wagon off, off the cliff, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, this just can't happen anymore. Like, I'm, I'm so glad that those last two episodes turned out as well as they did, because, like, I don't know what the fuck happened. I didn't remember anything. Well, what was really funny is we we basically had a show, and, and you thought you had recorded it, which was kind of awesome. Like, we were, just, we were just talking, and you're like, wait a minute, this isn't a show already? Well, do you ever have... Do you ever listen back to yourself? Because, you know, we've got fucking eight years at this point of us recording ourselves. True. Do you ever listen back to an old podcast and you have a thought and then you hear yourself say it? Yeah. Yeah. So that was happening these last two episodes. I would have the thought and then I wouldn't say it because I was so fucking high. I didn't know what was happening. Or a lot of Tim Hortons coffee. And you're yeah, I mean, it turned out fine. I think mostly Ryan kind of held that one together. But yeah. Oh, what a compliment. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie, I was a little worried because like, we've got also a long history of shows where I'm not kind of being the host and they don't turn out at all. They're horrible. Yeah. And, and those ones turned out fine. That no was great. faith in us. Every time you ever have to leave, you're like, or like Joel recorded us oh, without God. you, and you're like, no fucking ways it's going to be good. Like you were ready for it to be a piece of trash, and you're like, holy shit. 
right. I kind of liked this. Yeah. So, so, maybe we've grown as humans, okay? Maybe we're better people That's now. Like he's an amazing host. Yeah, I mean, to be I fair, we did have in those early days. <laughs> in those early days, we had a lot of bad episodes when I wasn't around. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not... I don't know I'm, if I've listened to any of episodes fast forward where you weren't around. Though. Yeah, um, that's true. You were only absent for like, I mean, prior to when you moved away. Yeah. Three episodes, maybe? Yeah, something like that. I guess the point is, though, I wasn't around last time, and I was sitting right here. That's kind <laughs> of the point. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Was it like you were having a fun night with your friends that you, like, for the first time? Yeah, yeah, sure. sure. Or, or was it more like, you're, this is a really great television show that my friends happen to be starring in? But I guess that's just, I just kind of want to talk about weed a bit. Because, yeah, like, my whole life, like, my dad, huge time pothead. Like, he, he literally grew weed in our basement. He had a secret room that he... Did your mom know about it? Oh, yeah, totally. And he took me and my brother in when we were kids, just assuming that kids won't remember. Kids remember. Yeah. They remember everything. So I remember the secret room with the hydroponic fucking lights and everything. I remember. Um... Yeah, because I remember my mom wanted to be a block parent, and she was like, Neil, if, if we get denied block parency because they find your weed room in the basement, I'm going to be very upset. Actually, I, I remember a friend of mine, I might have even told this on this show before, it sounds like I have, but uh, a friend of mine in my neighborhood... Eric? Uh, no, is it is some, some other kid. You don't have any other friends. His name was like Billy or something. Hi, Eric. But but he both showed me me and like six other friends their his dad's porn collection. Oh yeah. And then um, said, "Hey, I gotta show you something." And he opens up this room and it's like neon lights and all these plants. And I go, "Okay." This was in a kid's house and not yeah, the back of a, Jumbo Video. Yeah, no, this is in a kid's house. <laughs> And he's like, I'm not supposed to tell people about it. Am did I... you have Jumbo Video in Alberta? Yeah, we did. Nice. We they gave you popcorn on the well. inside. Yeah. Did you have Jumbo Video? Yeah, we had a one Jumbo Video. Yeah, it didn't. St. John's had one. One in the whole province. Blockbuster was popular in Canada. Jumbo Video was like yeah. the video store. There's always popcorn, free popcorn, yes. all the time. Yeah. Shit, I, I went to Video 99. I, they did not have that in That's where I got all my Nirvana CDs from Jumbo Video's used CD section because my mom wouldn't like let me buy Nirvana CDs because she thought I would kill myself <laughs> like her Cobain did. Oh, I did so think funny. that so was so... school on the DL at, at Jumbo. Thank you. Wow. Somebody else got one too? Oh yeah, I got one. Those are some fine lady drinks. Thank you. This is also becoming tradition in Vinyl Countdown 2.0 is that we have the drink break where the... Uh, they, like that machine, so this like fancy drink machine has gotten so much use since we started coming here. Pretty Nobody sure. at this bar orders this shit. Yeah. This ice is the same ice that was in there last time delicious. we were here. Well, so oh. it's not a great <laughs> That was not but a that, happy face. That guy we met outside uh, is from Georgia. I think sure. you missed I him. Guess. He's not from Georgia. He's from Atlanta. Atlanta's the capital of Georgia. Oh, Wait, he said Atlanta, <laughs> not Georgia. I want to put some outcasts on the uh, jukebox. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, Dungeon family go ride high. He's the one who's just singing "Born in the USA." In case like <laughs> probably heard us talking about. Yeah. So listen, I grew up. I grew up amongst weed. Like I knew about hash when I was a small boy. <laughs> like I knew all this stuff, but I just never really got into drug culture of any kind. Uh, even drinking. Like I remember the first time I got <laughs> I got like drunk was I went to see. Uh, Project Wise opening for Biff Naked <laughs> in Fredericton, New Brunswick. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Never even heard of that. I have, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, 
and I was just like, uh, you know, I was like fucking dancing around and shit, and I was just like, I just needed uh, liquid, so I got a couple of Mike's Hard Lemonades, and two Mike's Hard Lemonades, as a non-drinking man, fucked me 7%. up. 7%! That's yeah. a lot! Yeah, when I got home, I was still like taking a shower, and I was still drunk, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, just this is not, not my scene. Anyway, what I finally learned as an old man now that I'm approaching 40, <laughs> after all this weedness and fucking growing up in New Brunswick and Trailer Park Boys is not a joke and it's real and my dad's the weed kingpin of the fucking whole city, <laughs> I think I don't like it. I don't know what people like about weed. It's I, I, definitely I, not as fun as like mushrooms or MDMA. I would love to do we need to do so, like a podcast yeah, episode gonna, with mushrooms. I'm gonna send around dates so everyone can say when they're free and I'm gonna have a party before Keith leaves and we need to get salvia and mushrooms. Let's do it the morning of December okay. 18th and then I'll get on a plane. <laughs> Perfect. The country, like, or not the country. This, so I have a mushroom guy but he was out last time I saw him and he's moving to but he's moving to Ottawa like the day after tomorrow. Wow. He's the acid guy now. He just he's the acid, acid guy now but he's also leaving Toronto. Is it just that the acid scene is big in Ottawa? You would know, Rand. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Super big. I'm sure I can find some more. Okay. But I had a guy, and now I have to have to find put effort guy. into yeah, I would love finding. to try that. I think that would be awesome. It's okay. fantastic. It's freaking amazing. Oh, oh, I wish I was See, like, right now. I don't like weed also. I just it makes me anxious, and I just shut down. Like, the last few podcasts, I remember, I, like, I realized See, at the I very beginning. See, I about you. I know it's it about him. Oh. But you, until you say, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you seem totally... But, Fine. I think that the secret is that I have social anxiety disorder, so I'm usually very anxious. You know how to take it. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm I'm dying you're right just now. Anxious so like, all the time. Yeah, so it was like it's my norm. <laughs> yeah. It's just a different type of like anxiety. And I'm like, I'm just hallucinating, so I'm just gonna smile and nod. It'll pass, and then it passes, and then I will continue to chat. So you yeah. can notice, like cool. in the podcast, I go dead quiet for like a good portion of it, and at the end, I was like, haha. <laughs> I am yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I just it? thought you were like totally holding it together. Isn't like, it weird that social what was it? Social anxiety social and seasonal sad. affective are both sad? Wow, everything's wow. just sad. Everything sad. is sad. Hey, you guys Everything ever glue cabbage to your head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, have you? This is also our Halloween episode. <laughs> I, I wish it was a video podcast because you, like, so haughtily putting the straw in your mouth was beautiful because you missed. <laughs> I was just going to bring that up, though, that Pam is dressed like the chicken lady from uh, Kids and All, and it's very hard to just look her in the eye and talk to her and not focus oh, on I the giant nose. I have your face all night. It's been the nose. I can't not look at the nose. I have, I have noticed that. Is this one pe- of, just of me or of everybody? No, everybody. And I noticed that I'm <laughs> loving walking by. So we walked here from a brewery and it's so funny. I was ahead of everybody because I was walking a dog. So every pedestrian who was walking against us, like towards us, would lock eyes with me and then look away and they seemed so uncomfortable and it was so beautiful like you can see that like i don't know where to look do i acknowledge her do i look down do it's i avoid even her? funnier like, picturing it with a dog like this <laughs> ridiculous costume I, I took the dog up to uh drop her off at the apartment and a woman got into the elevator and told me i had a nice hat now we haven't actually <laughs> on the podcast addressed that i'm dressed as cabbage head from Kids in the Hall, who was born with a cabbage for a head. So to tell me I have a nice hat just tells me you don't know what the fuck my costume is. And it's just... Uh, I don't think many it's people just, know what it is, I know, honestly. but I wish they did, because Kids in the Hall is like the best comedy troupe ever. And like like 20 years ago, everyone would know what this is, because everyone was watching Kids in the I Hall. I disagree. I, like, growing it's, up it's in Alberta, cut, right? it was a deep yeah, cut. Deep cut. 
like, like I knew Chicken Lady right away, but I gotta admit I didn't know the Cabbage Head right off. Yeah, that threw yeah. me off. That upset me as well. That you didn't know. It. <laughs> yeah. Because we definitely watched all of Kids in the Hall on Netflix when we lived together. At least once, all the way yeah. through. Yeah. At least. <laughs> Well, because it's one of those shows you just get to the end and you start over again. Because it's sketch. It's not like The Office where you finish it. Oh, you're missing out. It is weird, though. It is. It's a very weird sort of comedy. You either will love it. You're like, that's just strange. Wait, did we just learn Rand hasn't seen Kids in the Hall? Yes, not really. Only clips. Just as a weird coincidence, this morning on CBC, two of the Kids in the Hall were on talking about um, there's a a book coming out. No way. Which ones? Uh, okay, yeah. they're the all right. I heard that as well. No, yeah. it's Bruce and Scott. Oh, okay, that's much better. That's like Dressed as a Mark Mc. Yeah. It's one of my very few like family togetherness memories. There's basically two. There's Seinfeld and there's Kids in the Hall that like my parents yeah. loved, so we always just watched them with them. Kids in the Hall. It was solo. Like none of my family watched Kids in the Hall. Yeah. Well, I mean, your mom was afraid. To, I always was thought it was so sad because Craig is like the greatest Smashing Pumpkins fan, which I I think is so awesome because when you go back to the '90s, I feel like the Smashing Pumpkins holds up the best of all those bands. Yeah. Like it's the greatest. I mean, and, now they're a bit shit, but like. <laughs> now, now, sure, but I mean, everybody gets old. But Craig can play like fucking 50 different Smashing Pumpkin songs, and it's just like great. But I remember when he told me that he's like, yeah, I didn't really get into them till the door because my mom didn't wa- let me watch much music. It's like, that's one of the saddest things I've ever heard. And he knows so much about music now, too. Like, it's not just Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Well, maybe I know so much about music because I had to rebel against my, like, restrictive mom. Yeah. Like, my mom's argument. So, like, you know, I don't want to buy Nirvana and, like, Metallica and Marilyn Manson and shit. She wouldn't let me. Uh, and I would complain about it because rightly so and then she would just tell me how her dad didn't let her watch the Beatles on Ed Sullivan and so like I should count my lucky stars that like my mom is as permissive as she was and she gave you the whole collection of the Beatles playing on Ed Sullivan on VHS <laughs> she actually uh, in her my mom's dead by the way if anyone rest, forgets rest in that. peace rest of course. Peace. but like that was the one thing from my mom that I was looking forward to inheriting was her she had all like original pressings of the Beatles on vinyl all their albums and then uh, a few years ago, my dad sold the house I grew up in and was like, yeah, like, we're just selling it to, ha- to house flippers. Let me know if there's anything uh, I should grab. Other- otherwise, everything's going to be thrown out. Forgot about the Beatles records. Uh, so I lost uh, quite a prized collection of original Beatles vinyl pressing. I guess she had a point, though, right? Like, she got all the Beatles stuff because she was denied the Beatles. And you had, like... the tear garden by kaleidoscope like you have some deep cut smashing pumpkin stuff because you were denied you were denied my parents are ministers both of them are christian ministers and they didn't stop me from buying anything i think they were naive like they didn't realize a lot of it but my mom like there were other people in like like we lived in a college where they were training to be ministers they kids weren't allowed to do halloween they weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. And mom and dad never blocked me from doing anything. Like, they're the least strict, even though they're ministers. My first CD that I bought was Pearl Jam's Vitalogy. That got taken away from me because there was drug references in it. Wow. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Mine was wow. uh, Ice Tea's... Oh, shit, what was it called? Oh, that deserved to get taken away from well, Pop, Pop Killer? No, it was the <laughs> one before that. Fuck uh, the Police. No. No, that was not Ice Tea. These was, cops are getting on my nerves. <laughs> So it was after OG, original Everybody gangster. Kill your dads. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what it is. Everybody kill kill your dads and your moms. No, but uh, 
And then, uh, and then I got caught listening to Two Live Crew. Oh shit! And then my you mom were a was bad like, kid. Yeah, I I've been watching hip hop evolution on Netflix, and uh, Two Live Crew is pretty bad. Fuck! Oh, Martinez. it's Fuck! Fuck! Yeah. Martinez. Um, was let's be as, as shitty as possible, yeah. or as raunchy as possible. Yeah, so rap music was banned for a little while, but, yeah. you know, eventually it just came back naturally. I, I don't know how. I mean, uh, rap music was banned for me because it was rap music. It wasn't just like, hey, like, two live crew, you should be listening to that. It was like, you should be listening to, to rap. It's by black people and about killing cops, so, like... See, well, that's black. the thing, is when I put on Public Enemy, my mom was like, okay, this is fine. Because I'm like, yeah, it's just, mom, it's I mean, just about the been into Public Enemy at that point, my mom wouldn't have been fine with it. I wasn't into Gangster. I was into Fresh Prince and Young <laughs> MC. Like, I was into the pop of rap. Yeah. And my mom was not happy about it. Wow. I, I like that stuff, too. I think I liked all of it at that point. Like, it was just... Yeah, it wasn't the hard stuff. Not until yeah, it was much It was older. just like everybody had, like, a different version of rap music, right? Like... Do you guys remember MC 900 Foot Jesus? Oh yeah, When the right? City Sleeps. As the uh, City Sleeps, it's this song about being an arsonist. That's the, going at the end of the show now. That's a great song. <laughs> but there's another one where I, I... If I Only Had a Brain was this big hit. Might have been. Quote unquote know. big hit. It got played on Much Music once, and I happened to see it. I don't know Scarecrow also did a good version of that song. Oh, nice. <laughs> the closest I ever came to parental like disagreement or whatever, very minor, but it was that band Alice in Chains because it sounds like you've chained up a woman. So I remember my my mom. I remember my mom looking at the yeah, the Dirt album. She's just like, "Are you sure you should be listening to this?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "All right." Oh, here's a good one. <laughs> I I borrowed from my friend uh, the Megadeth. CD Countdown to Extinction? No. Euthanasia. Oh, yeah. The one after that. Where they have the babies hanging off clotheslines oh, by clothes hangers on their toes. Oh, that so has, that got taken away. That has that song, A Tout Le Monde. That's yes, good too. That's Let's put that at the end song. too. Two songs at the end. Let's keep adding. We'll have a whole playlist at the end of this episode. <laughs> Editor's note I'm not going to play any of those songs. It's funny, I, I kept thinking, I think part of me wanting to be an artist was always looking at heavy metal art. I never got into metal as a kid, but but the artwork was everywhere. The artwork was great. The cover of Master of Puppets is fucking sweet. Yeah, I was thinking of that one, and I was also thinking of um, all, like, uh, Stranger in Time, Iron Maiden, like, where it's, what's his name, Eddie? Is that, is that the Iron Maiden guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he's all a cyborg at the same time, and like... That was good shit. Even Guns N' Roses, like their the inside of their jackets, like it was like a airbrush picture of a woman who clearly got raped by robots. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, yes, I can like, picture that. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> like like people used to do these crazy, crazy uh, jacket covers. Yeah, the weed just kicked in. By the way, bring it in, bring it back. This is why I'm just talking nonstop. So yeah. To say it. No. Yeah. I know you guys celebrated well, we, two weeks ago. Not whatever. allegedly anymore. So the ne- I no, you, like I will I wake up so late when you guys are having your threads. Like actually, I commented on your status today. I hadn't gone to bed yet when oh, you were Jesus dealing. Christ. Yeah. Okay, that's I was what still confused. Up. I was like, that usually no one comments yeah, on like because I was like, still up. Yeah, but you. you're like there's like this Facebook group chat that's always on the go, and I hear it a couple times and it wakes me up, and then I go back to sleep. And at three, when I get out of bed, I'm like, okay, let's catch up on all this. And you guys were all like, oh, wow, that fucked me up. Like, I was so fucked up after that uh, oil. 
I was so fucking stoned until 7 p.m. Yeah. I was like, I have tennis lessons on Wednesdays. I was like, I'm not going. I can't move. I'm fucked. And it was a weird high. It was like fucked. I was so fucked. Well, I'm yeah. so sorry, guys. Oh, like, I would do That's it. Really I would good. do it again. Yeah. Like, not tonight, yeah. but like, I think. Now that you've li- like ridden it once. Yeah, like, now that now I, know I know what, what to expect. Is. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. so, I was really freaked out. Yeah, yeah. and I think that night I kept on asking you, like, it's not kicking in. When is it supposed to kick in? You're like, don't worry. It's slow. Yeah. It's slow. It's like, how about now? I was like, no. Very slow. It's slow. Yeah. It's God. But yeah, that morning, it didn't hit me until I was at work. <laughs> and I was typing on the computer, like, Oh shit! <laughs> no. <laughs> this makes a lot of sense because yeah, I'll I'll tell you the story in a in a bit, but yeah, like beyond just not being able to talk, I had a worse time than usual last time. So what was that that we did? So it's Wait, it's called worse time than usual. Yeah. Oh. My my trip home was a, an ordeal. Anyway, go on. So it's called Phoenix Tears, and it's just basically a super concentrated uh, THC distillate. So you. Um, it, it, and it comes out of a tube like a puree. The dose they recommend is about a grain, the size of a grain of rice. You all did half a grain of rice. So if I want an intense experience, I'm doing something other than pot. Yeah. No, Allegedly. but this is different though. It no, was this, just this is some edible stuff where where it. it but that sounds intense. If I want an intense experience, I'm gonna take some fucking mushrooms or MDMA. I don't know. I'm just saying, Craig. This is this is a pretty good high. I guess I'm glad to hear though it wasn't just normal weed. Cause I, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. That there, yeah. yeah, the little stick. And I'm like, oh yeah, we did do that. Cause <laughs> so I ended up getting to. I got to Kennedy Station on the TTC, but then I needed to take the extra little five more fucking stops on the Scarborough Light Rail, and I missed that. So basically, I had to walk up Kennedy just from Kennedy Station up to Shepherd. It's like, I don't know, it's a long walk, but whatever. It's just a straight line. But that night, it was the longest fucking walk of all time. Because I also noticed with weed, like, I always think a song is done halfway through. Like, it just dilates time. Honestly. Oh, God, it does, yeah. That's, this is my favorite part about weed is how fucked up time gets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Langtree like, used to say that, too. That, like, that's why she likes it so much, because it yeah. makes every day feel like a week. And I'm like, true. I guess. Like, I don't know if I like that. Once the time stopped, it was the best. It's <laughs> not <laughs> like there was four of us doing it at my friend's place in Guelph, and it just, like, we all agreed that time stopped for about eight minutes, which is kind of a paradox if you think about that statement. <laughs> <laughs> right? But yeah, so this walk, so it's like the middle of the night, you know, it's like 2.30 in the morning, 3 or whatever. I'm just walking, 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 walking up a bland, boring Toronto fucking street in the middle of the night. And then I saw this big, uh, it's like a radio tower, way too big. And I just couldn't stop looking at it as I walked. And I'm just like walking by it and it's slowly passing. And I just couldn't stop thinking about how I'm going to die. Oh, wow. I could not stop. Where I mean like... You know, we all think about that sometimes, but that's the beauty of being a human is most of the time you don't think about it. Yeah. And, and I was just like, think about it, you just start thinking about a space hog and you're good. <laughs> but yeah, this time I'm like, you know, like we've been doing this podcast for fucking, you know, goddamn eight years. We're all pushing 40, if not 40. Time is just hurtling by. I was thinking like, I'm going to be a 96 year old man in some weird old folks home in the blink of a fucking eye. It's true. And everyone's going to be gone. I'm just going to hopefully be friends with a nurse so somebody will Why care a little bit. The longest? The Why? day that I die. 
I feel like you're gonna make it to 96. Yeah, yeah but it's not gonna be a good life. That's the point. It's oh, no, gonna be a terrifying six, life. That last 16 years or so, like after 80. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say some pothead shit right here. And I here. couldn't stop thinking about it. And I'm like, I hate this so fucking much. There's no way. How is this a good thing to do? Just, this is horrible. Just, but it could be that your perception of life is that you're gonna die. We're, we're Peep this. This is behind. Um, Are you about to tell me that I could have been mistaken about the fact that I'm going to die someday? No. You're already dead. Oh, I didn't see that coming. You're already dead. You, it's just, you got a little time to wait. This is like the waiting room in Beetlejuice. We're yep. all there right now. Yeah. And it it's only... Like if you guys ever watch Lost, it's kind of like that. Well, think about it. It's it like joke. I all the. Like she said, it was making a joke. was very clear. Um, purgatory. <laughs> that's what I thought. Purgatory, but they, like the creators of the show, sworn that's not it. Not no, they don't know. I like that you can totally say a that's word indistinctly and just say no. It's totally clear. <laughs> and so that's the end of it. You have cabbage on your ears, okay? <laughs> yeah, cabbage. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. So I found out something really one of the creepy. Shows ever. Sorry. So this actually happened around when I was 25. I read something. I said like, so you know, time is relative. So to like five minutes to a five-year-old feels longer than to like a 25-year-old. Right. So I realized I was talking very loudly. Um, <laughs> it's good though. It'll pick up better on the recorder. It's good. Go on, chicken lady. Um, and so then, like, let's say, like, your the average lifespan is what, like, 75, 80 years or something. So, relatively speaking, by the time you're 25, it will have felt like half your life is already over. Yeah, yeah. that's so fucking depressing. We've already we've already experienced half of our life. And when I like, I remember in elementary school, you know, there was like uh, lunch hour, but there was a recess before that. Yeah. And that recess, it turns out, was 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That blew my fucking mind. I would have guessed an hour it easy. Like forever. Yeah. 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 And then like the the lunch recess, which was like one hour minus the time it took you to eat. Yeah. Like, yeah. felt like forever. Yeah. You could play the longest games of time. An hour was so long. Because you're, you'd be leaving your friend's house and it's like five more minutes and you'd like negotiate ten more minutes. Did you guys do that? Yeah. And it like, and to them, they're like, whatever, fine. We'll give them ten. Uh, to a parent, it's nothing. But to the kid, you're like, ten minutes! Yeah, that's so true. I was just thinking about the like bath time five minutes, like yeah. And also thinking about like the school day versus the work day. Like, generally people work nine to five, but like when you're in school, you stop working at three. Yeah. Sure, maybe yeah. it started at eight thirty, but like it still felt like as long a day. And you're like, finally, the day's done at three three o'clock. Yeah. Well, my, my when I get go, out of bed, you my kids go to bed at like eight now. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to bed at eight o'clock. I'm like, God, now I just. Ray, like, oh, if I can go to bed at 8, it's a good night. That's where I think it's, like, not impressive when adults do stuff. Like, it was impressive when Silverchair put on an album when they were fucking 16. Yeah. <laughs> but now, like, as an adult, if I write a novel, no one's actually going to care because like, a year to me is like a minute. Yeah. Like, who cares if I bared down and focus for two years? Who gives a shit? Like, at 16, that would be awesome. At 38, 39, who fucking gives a shit? Everyone can do that. So I was really scared when I found out about that, like 25, half your life is over. But then I was thinking, like, because I'm listening to the final countdown now. So this is back 2011, 2012. So like that, to me, I was thinking of what I was doing at the time. It feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. So really everything is relative. Like I'm sure with kids too, like you think back, oh. like. Well, and also it's like before the world broke, right? Like, like it, like. We were making jokes in the comfort that everything was fine in the world, right? Like, that's how I think we felt. 
at the time. So that's why we made all those horrible jokes. Yeah. Sure. You know, we're like, yeah, it's fine. Everybody can take it. It's fine. It's all over. We solved everything. Uh, but then, yeah, 2014 so rolled around and we're like, shit, everything's broken and we'll be forever now. I mean, so I guess the world's reality. been broken literally forever. So. Well, we had a minute. <laughs> we had a minute. <laughs> personal perspective of life like you go through a series of perspectives where you make realizations and there's a period of everyone's life where the world seems perfect and like before that it was like I don't know you didn't understand it and after that like the world has broken but that's the way that every generation goes like that's the way our parents saw the world that's the way our kids are going to see the world but just at different points in time the same points in their life but different points in history. Yeah. But so, like you, you saying, there was a point where the world broke is from Joel's perspective. Uh, like, to I, your parents' perspective, say, perspective, it broke 40 it's years a ago. Fairly objective perspective, unless you're a Trump supporter. No, yeah, but here's not the thing: cool. there was a point okay, at Hitler? which the what Holocaust. Yes. Yeah, yeah, thank that's you. Why, like, uh, no, no, I, I'm saying that, that was another time. Guy, what was his name? Genghis Khan. <laughs> But we didn't. We also didn't have like the trifecta of climate change and potential economic collapse. Oh, the world is broken. Twelve years ago, in the way, yeah, the environment is broken. If that's what you mean, uh, we, it's, as a human race, may not have much. It's gonna get worse. Like, there's gonna be. We think we've gotten to the peak of it. Like, when your kids are our age, there's gonna be. Like, they're gonna be like, wow, they were so worried. Right? Yeah. Like the twenty-second century may not happen. But I'm just saying, give it a decade and things are going to be so much worse. We're not yeah. fixing anything. There's yeah. no way. Oh, I know. No, yeah. we're on the decline and it's like, it's it has peaked because there's no... Going back. Going back. There's no, we're past the point of no return. Unless everyone starts living perfectly. Which Immediately, is yeah. No, well, like three not, years ago. Like but it's, it's, not just, it's not just everyone. It's, it's like, like, I love... Corporations. <laughs> corporations. Like, we're just consumers. Like, we're just little cogs in the wheel. We drive the corporation's revenue. We do and we don't. They, we 100% do. Who else drives it? No, they dictate what. Like, cool. Like, in fossil fuels. We, there was a push for cleaner energy. But literally, if literally everyone stopped buying gasoline cars and started buying electric cars, then the corporation's pumping... Who's doing no, that, though? No, but, but guess what? Everyone is. There, there was... Everyone could stop buying gas cars. Everyone but there's been pressure for, to do that. Like, everyone said, like, we need to strike. No one buy gas. No one does it. No one it's does more it. expensive. Going one day without buying Money gas rules everything, right? Yeah. Bullshit protest. But, well, well here's the thing. is like, I, I take transit and I bike or skateboard way more than, like, I drive. Yeah, and you're, like, the 1% of Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's great. Like I, like, I can go, like, oh, on an individual level, I did my part. Like you're helping, yeah. but 99% right? of the population everybody, is still fucking playing. Because everybody yeah. else is just a fucking wage slave, right? So, like, they're, they're just, like, I drive my car, I go to work, I sit here, I do the thing, and I drive my car back, and, like, oh, God damn it, don't raise my gas prices. Yeah. Right, like, like they're not. Their their life is in such a uh, track that they don't see any of the other in, impact. Right, or it's like the complacency at all. Like that, you are just a little cog. You can't make a difference. So just accept what life is. Yeah, it's gonna be shitty. We only have probably twelve good years left. But eh, enjoy your car. Not till twenty fifty. Well, I, I no, they say twelve good years, and then like it's. it's oh, good it's, years. Well, yeah. twelve to turn it around. 
And then at 12 years from now, so, so from 2030 to 2050, it's going to be like Mad Max. Like yeah, basically. Good years. Oh my Shitty God. years. Shitty years. Can I get another put on Outcast. Yeah. I can hear it. Nice. But lean a little bit closer, see roses really smell like ooh 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 Yeah, roses really smell like ooh 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 I heard this song. Yeah, some guys are singing over that too. You're like, yeah, outcast. This song came on, I think, at karaoke, and I text, I was really fucked up, and I texted Caroline, I was like, hey, would it be cool if every time I saw you, the only thing I did was scream your name, like, from that Outcast song, and I was like, that's original, right? No one's ever said that to you before, right? And she just responded, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> every single time I say her name, that song goes through yeah, my head. Yeah, sure. Same. But I bet you most people, most people are less cool, so they probably think sweet Caroline. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I never even thought about that, yeah. It's because you're cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, to be like, I mean, Sweet Caroline is a great song, but it's ruined by everyone else. Yeah, for the sure. It'd be fine if everyone shut up about it. Wait a minute. Your hat has changed. Lily Idol. The guy from right? Atlanta swapped yeah. hats with me, oh, and... Uh, the guy from Atlanta swapped hats with me, and he recognized that I played Outcast Wait, for him. Nice. The guy from where? Oh, nice. From the, the hot Atlanta, ATL. Yeah. Oh, not Atlantis. <laughs> I thought you said Atlantis. <laughs> so he swapped like a hat that probably cost like ATL. 60 bucks. Well, somebody gave with, him this hat. <laughs> still, with a pirate hat. No, Keith wait. is trading up as the paperclip uh, trade yeah, the up. You paper start with clip, a paperclip yeah. and wait, wait, wait. Also, get a house or whatever. No, 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 no. More importantly, he had like three credit cards that he needed to use at his boss gave him. Oh. He's going to buy his beers. But by the way, I don't, yeah, I before think this podcast is that. over, we, we need to get him on mic. Yeah, yeah he seems wonderful. We need to be more friendly with him because he will pay for I mean, I assume he'll come back for his hat at some point. <laughs> I don't Maybe know. Not. Oh, he just Maybe was not. giving it. He's a yeah, baller. Yeah, if me, anything, Americans are going for the giving. White Elmer's glue out of my hair. Oh, God. So, so much white glue under this cabbage. Oh, so to summarize, I should probably still be wary of weed, but it's not necessarily that weed's so bad. It's the fucking super dragonfly, whatever passion fruit shit that you gave me on a yeah. little stick. That's yeah. what I need to not ever use again. It's yeah. a dual weed. It's to be fair, weed. I don't think that's a common thing that you're going to run into. People are going to throw little plastic sores in your face filled with weed juice and say, here you go. Oh, that was true. They were on the little sores. I forgot about that. We didn't have it was classy. <laughs> I really felt like I was just trudging through the desert. I'm like, where is like anything? What is happening? I'm just Did walking walk down this from street. From Kennedy? From Kennedy and I just like, I know when I get to Ellesmere, I'm three quarters of the way and I didn't get there and I didn't get there and I didn't get there. And I'm like, you said from the end of that light rail, it's a 40 minute walk. So you had to add on the light rail because you couldn't take right. no, it. No, no, that's uh, that's next week. I'm going there. This was oh, still okay. in that neighborhood, so, but not that not far. Can I far. just say that you all get to say the day of legalization <laughs> yeah. was we the highest you've ever been? Yes, it was high the whole day. The day that yeah. weed came legal, Julian came home from work. I was like, I'm still high, and he's like, Well, if there's any day to do it. 
highs today. Yeah. Oh, but highest. it hasn't been the highest I've ever been. The highest I've ever been was I did it with another friend and we were sitting by a fire and we did not move, I think, for like a couple hours just staring at the flame. And then like I just remember the only thing that existed in life was the flame. And everybody, I like, I actually see people like just like disappearing into the blackness, and that was just like we were at one with the flame. What were you gonna say? The highest I've ever been was uh, with Mike and his cousin uh, Kyle, and it was the first time any of us made edibles. And we just took, my kid just had a bag of weed in his pocket. We just dumped it into a Betty Crocker mix. Uh, <laughs> this is how you make it. Yeah, no weed butter or like proper grinding it up or anything. I uh, just ate a bunch of weed. Around around a Betty Crocker brownie mix and we ate it around 9 30 uh, 10 at night and the next day I had to call in sick for noon the next day at work I couldn't I had to crawl to the phone it took me two it took I remember me 20 that minutes. story yeah I heard yeah. that one. I'm trying to just keep it short because yeah. I know it's been on the podcast before it. it's hard to forget the crawling to the phone that's a yeah. visceral image I crawled to the phone for 20 minutes in my own house <laughs> to call in sick for work like 13 hours later that's incredible. So, had I been with you guys on legalization day, it would probably not have been as high as that. And, by the way, I think we're listening to Silver Chair right now. Oh, yeah. See, uh, I put some money in the jukebox, but uh, I, I don't know what our last three credits are going to be, because, so, the ATL guy was like, Outcast, yo, they from Atlanta? And then he's just like, fuck all this, go to the top 100. And I was just like, I got three more credits, they're all you, buddy. So, Whoa. I don't know what they're going to be. What, it's not going to be as cool as Silver Chair. Okay, what's your highest, Keith? Uh, geez, I don't know. I think maybe New York. There's this picture of me and Mike just, uh, because I remember the place in New York, and uh, maybe it was me, Mike, and Picard, but we're all just sitting back on this, like, this uh, couch. Oh, I think I've seen this one. Yeah. yeah. And it was back when I used to be internet famous for one weekend a year. Not for the whole year, just that one yeah. weekend that they do the Keith and the Girl stuff. And I'd never, it's that dude Kyle from Las Vegas, he got me super high. So I was just sitting there and, and uh, Mike and Picard were with me, but they weren't as high as me. They were just like, you know, keeping me company. But I was just sitting there and it was the weirdest thing because people kept coming up and trying to talk to me because all these Keith and the Girl fans who flew from Australia and shit were like, well, while I'm here, I might as well talk to that weird Canadian guest they have sometimes. And I was just like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> and it's on my Facebook page, and it's just like, whenever I see that picture, I'm like, oh yeah, holy shit, that was bad. I want to find it. It'd be wonderful to like ask them, like, how was your experience? Like, yeah. how, what was your first reaction when you met yeah. Keith? Like, he was really like... <laughs> he seemed a little more cogent on the podcast. Speaking of Facebook pictures, so my friend Ray from my hometown, who I started doing this horror podcast with, the other day he told me, he's like, yeah, I was just on Facebook, and uh, he was like, Facebook's just whatever, stalking around, and he's like, so uh, I bumped into that girl, Rayanne, that is friends of you, just because, like, you know, it came up as friends or whatever, know, yeah. and just because you guys have, like, similar names know, or whatever. Because people call me Ray. Every time right. you talk about him, I'm like, wait, oh, no, not so, me. So he was like, yeah, so I don't know, I was just being a creep, and I went and looked on her stuff, and I found the most punk picture of you I've ever seen, and it was that picture oh, so of me, Ray, and Craig, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. Or <laughs> Where I have, like, a mohawk, and I'm just, like, got an open... Yeah. 
jacket and no oh, shirt. Yeah. It's a good fucking picture. I'm yeah. real proud of that. <laughs> yeah. I know when you and I were like, when I was disappointed in you uh, back in the day, uh, you sent me an email to be like, oh, Katie, because fuck Katie. Katie can't keep her fucking mouth shut about anything. Yeah. She told you anything I had told her. Honestly, I didn't know anything about this, or if I did, I forgot. So. Well, you did know because you sent me like a giant email explaining like. I honestly don't remember that, but all right. I, it's like a very intense long email, and then and then at the end you're like, what? was it was it cool? Uh, not really. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but then you were like, uh, I like because we you didn't know if we'd ever be friends again. Basically, like it was like. Was this about like Picard and yeah, Lynch? Yeah, no, as yeah. if. Fuck them. Like, come on. I had no real worries about that. No, anyway, whatever. That's neither here nor there. But you sent me the atta- attachment. You were like, but I will say this. You were in the greatest photo that's ever been taken of me. And it was the three of us. That's funny, though. No, I don't remember that at all. I feel like... Uh... That's good, then. Because, yeah, it was like... Because I was... You know, I've been friends with Picard for so long. And I was... I felt bad for him. And we were talking about things. And, and then, yeah, because I was kind of on his side a little bit. And Katie mentioned that. You were like... Really? And so you sent me an email explaining and being like, why the fuck do you think this? Well, I really do think, I mean, as time has gone on. <laughs> hey, buddy! <laughs> do, do you want to come around and, oh, and have a seat? Shit. Yeah, so this is going to sound weird to you, but we're doing a podcast. Oh, no, no, all right, all right. Don't scream. Introduce yourself. Hey, Cam, now. How are we going? What were we talking about? Uh, we're talking about the highest... Oh, so the highest the highest I've ever been on weed. So I got an edible. You ever been on edible? Oh, yeah, that was my yeah, the whatever cabbage head. <laughs> highest I've ever been. So the highest I've ever been. I was on LSD, and you know what I said to LSD, and I was like, "Excuse me, sir." Where am I at? So I went to the casino in Halifax. Oh, shit. And they were like, sir, you can't play blackjack anymore. Is this Halifax, Georgia or Halifax? Nova Scotia. (laughs) Nova Scotia. Most Americans have never even heard of Halifax. No, I went to Halifax, Nova Scotia. I went to Dallas. Oh, okay. So I went to Dallas. I was American, and it was cheaper for my dad to send me to Canada, so he sent me over here. Uh, is this still recording? Yep. Still recording? Get over here. He really likes you. You know what? That's 45 minutes, right? You guys want to watch an episode? Should I just sign off? Yeah, maybe we can do another one after, but... Me too. I gotta tell you the highest I've ever been. As soon as this dude's... Oh, okay. Well, let's wrap up with that. Yeah, yeah. So just to wrap up this episode, uh, the highest Joel's ever been, and then we'll call that uh, we'll call that a show. Okay. So the highest I've ever been is I um, I got some hard candies in the mail, and I had tried them before and got pretty high. I had a design conference that I was going to, and I'm like, and I had already done a day, and I'm like, you know what? I could probably do the next day high because it's just like watching TED talks. You just sit in a chair and you chill out. Right. So I took a candy on my way. I went to a conference the other day. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was a like design, designing things, some architecture, some punk rock stuff. It was very, it was very cool. It does seem like you would, you could be high for this. It doesn't seem like it would right. matter. So I, I, I took a candy, rode my bike, got to the conference hall, sat down, 
Watched the first couple of conferences. I'm like, this is really good. Went and had lunch. Came back for the afternoon session. And then I fucking took off. <laughs> and I couldn't, like, I, it was entertaining at first. But then I realized I didn't know how to move anymore. <laughs> Were you there by yourself? So I was there by myself, and I'm stuck to a chair, and I'm just sweating. Like, I can just feel like I, I'm, like, ghostly pale and just sweating. And people, like, the, the thing ends, and it's like, we now have a 20-minute break until the next session, and everybody's getting up, and I'm like, I can't move. Oh, thank you. And they just kind of push past me. And all I can say is, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, and I'm just staring blankly at the Whoa. at the front of the uh, curb. By the end of the next session, I had come down, and everything was fine. But there was a, it was a solid like 45 minutes where I thought I was just gonna die, and I or I just lived in that chair in that auditorium for the rest of my life. This is your existence now. It's right there. And I, and I thought to myself, bitch cake, grab a slice. Drip.